if I have to hide something, I'm gonna put it in my butt if I'm a prisoner. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that would like a number one with meat, cheese, mayonnaise, ketchup only, fries, and a large shake. And then another number one with meat, cheese, mayonnaise, ketchup only, with grilled onions, bacon, fries, and a large shake. Chocolate on both shakes. Fuck. <laughs> You're so close. I know. I'm practicing. That would work. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 125. Wow. It's not a milestone, because at this point, hundreds are milestones or mm-hmm. whatever, but every like 25 or something kind of feels like a, a mini milestone. Yeah, definitely. So congratulations on our new milestone. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Hey, this is a Thursday again. This is not our normal recording day. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how good the last episode was because of that, yet here we are again. Yeah, here we are. Because somebody got a promotion, and now they got to work Fridays, I guess. Yeah. You need to tell them. <laughs> you need to decide right now, job or the podcast. Ooh. That would actually be a shitty choice to have to make. Why can't we make millions of dollars doing this like other podcasts? Because we didn't blow up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. Fair enough. We weren't famous prior and start hogging the limelight of any other media. I mean, why not? It's another stream of income when you're, when you're not... instantaneous. When you're not making your movies or, or whatever it is that you do, you have a little podcast, you get together with some of your famous friends and tons of people listening, you get sponsors... You're fucking dicking around and making money. Yeah. This would be the dream job. Yeah. 100%. But I do want to get back to what you said about like famous people doing podcasts, because there is a new podcast on the block right now. Okay. And it is called the Metallica Podcast. Oh. So like we talked about last week, Metallica is, it's like the 30-year anniversary of the Black Album, and so they're re-releasing it with a whole bunch of other shit, like in a box set. But they're also doing an eight-episode podcast about the Black Album, putting it together. That's different. To me, that is different in multiple ways. They're they're not like, oh, Brad Pitt started a podcast. Like, oh, how cool is that going to be? It's fucking Metallica. And also, it's just a little series. That's way different. Well, as far as we know, you know, when they retire, they could be like, man, that was a lot of fun. And they could each get their own podcast and And, knock us down on the charts a little bit more. But yeah, they're already retired and everything too. So let me ask you a question. And this is one you really need to think about because it is a possibility. Would you break up with film stripping as a BFF for uh, Metallica as a BFF? I don't think so, no. You wouldn't? No, I don't. Us and film stripping go way back, and for us to like drop them for Metallica would be like, one, we're clout chasing. Okay, but you know how film stripping talks about us sometimes in their podcast. If Metallica talked about us in their podcast... <laughs> and that would be cool. We'd be cashing checks. Yeah, so, we would. All right, so I'm dropping film stripping like that, and here's why. <laughs> oh, the, and thank you to our podcasting BFFs over at Movie Muggin'. Yeah. I should have, you know, I don't even bring them up when I talk about Ask Jack anymore. It's just like people listen here like, what the fuck are they talking about? They know who Jack <laughs> is. They know who Jack is. Everybody knows who Jack is. Yeah. Everybody loves Jack. Why yeah. does everybody love Jack so much? It's always Jack, 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 Jack. Because he's so fun. You know what? I'm Team Vince. Okay, well, I'm Team Jack. I'm just joking. I'm totally Team Jack. <laughs> I just felt bad for Vince for really, a second. Really, I'm Team Olivia. <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> Should we call her? Should we get her on the phone right now? <laughs> Hang up on her. So they're not even Team Vince. That's fine. Right. That so who uh, is. So I'm I'm Team Kirk and James and Lars and the other guy. Oh, all right. Have fun. All right, next, there is going to be a remake of a movie that we have done on uh, Movie Muggin'. It's one of your movies. One of my movies. P.G. Gorman. No. No, I'm joking. It's one of the movies where they did not speak English. 
I know that doesn't really narrow it down. Korean. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So the Korean movies I picked, it's not going to be Peninsula, obviously. It'll either be The Man from... Oh, Hard Boiled. Nope. No, that's the older one. No way, it's Man from Nowhere. The Man from Nowhere. Actually. Yep. And that came out in like 2010. Yeah, 2010. The team behind John Wick is going to uh, do it. I want to watch that. Could be good. We have to see that. I have a feeling that we will see it. All right, so a couple episodes ago, I was talking about Richard Gere and the gerbil, and then we started talking about something else. Uh, I think we started talking about how your therapist... My therapist sub your 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 substitute therapist I saw her uh, for like three weeks and was like I am out of here. She recommended a uh, Richard Gere movie and we watched it. But we a got to, Swedish we got, doctor. We got to talking about that and I never got back to the Richard Gere uh, urban legend, which is that he uh, stuck a gerbil up his ass <laughs> and had to go sure. to the hospital for it. <laughs> so the the legend has it that he got a uh, paper towel tube and just greased it or whatever to his ass, and then just pushed the gerbil up into his asshole. Gerbils are not going to fit in a paper towel tube. So yeah, they do. Just because all their fur and their body's much smaller? No, gerbils aren't that big. That's I used to give uh, my gerbil, Sandy, a, a paper towel tube pigs. all the time. because like, No way, a guinea pig. <laughs> well, a, no. <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking of when you said gerbil, and I was like, how? But a guinea pig can fit up your ass. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of things that can fit up your ass. And I'm about to get to that, but let me let me finish telling this story first. But why? And how do you know lots of things can fit up your ass? <laughs> I was in middle school. Ah. H- how did this get created? I don't know. Did he actually do it? Or who? Fu- and if not, then who the hell started something so specific? Well, there's lots of urban legends. There was another one that Rod Stewart ingested so much cum that he had to get his stomach pumped. I that- don't know who Rod Stewart is. Really? By name. An actor, if you want my body oh. and you think I'm sexy, come okay. on, sugar, let me know. I also had that 45. That's a great song. Mm. Oh, it's a great song. Who makes these? Like, I don't know, but, but middle school kids get a hold of them and then it just goes. And you wouldn't have to get your stomach pumped from cum. I know it's ridiculous, cum is not like toxic. You've never had a problem digesting it or anything, never had any issues with it, lightheaded and weak afterwards, <laughs> but. So it says, uh, contrary to widespread public belief, gerbil stuffing. (laughs) (laughs) Gerbil stuffing uh, is an unknown uh, actual sexual practice. So it's not something that's actually been done. However, it is definitely something that has been done. I've seen a dude fuck a chicken. Okay, well... Someone has put a gerbil up their ass. Okay, well, I don't know about gerbil, but this is a story that came out of the ER. A man came into the ER blue in the face, looking like he was about to die. They checked all over his body, but couldn't figure out what was wrong. They flipped him over and saw a tail coming out of his butthole. After doing a CT scan, they found a rat inside his rectum. The rat bit off part of his colon, and the man was suffering from internal bleeding, which is why his face turned blue. Apparently, the man decided to place a condom over the live rat to suffocate it, then place it up to his butt so its breathing would hit his prostate, and he would feel pleasure. In the other article, it talked about uh, the notion of gerbiling. They called it gerbiling. <laughs> it said that they uh, insert uh, the gerbil into the rectum. So it breathes on your prostate and makes you come. N- no. The idea is that as the gerbil suffocates, it scratches and claws at the lining of the rectum, providing an intense sensation to the patient. The rodent then has to be uh, defecated out. But then it's like... You have that post-nut clarity, and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? And that doing something like that and then having that post-nut clarity is enough to make you like <laughs> want to die, probably. Like, what have I become? And I'm killing things for my own pleasure. Some people did not go the gerbil route, but they found other things to stick up their butts. Because, you know, when I'm researching things, then other things come up. And, and so Cucumbers, bottles of soap. Here's weird things people have stuck up their butts. And some of them have actual x-rays. A vibrator and a pair of tongs. They're trying to get the vibrator out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not eating bacon at their house. I know that. Hot wheels and a condom. Well, yeah, from Jackass. Yeah. A Barbie doll. (laughs) I probably would have done that when I was like four. Probably. A pint glass. You never put anything... I mean, if there's a glass dildo that's different... But anything glass that goes up your ass is that is such a bad idea 
Because it's not like it. there's no pressure on it. Like, that shit could break. I know. You know all those, like, video titles, like the one man, one blank, and all that on, like, the best shockers slash gore sites? There is one called One Man, One Jar, and he puts it up his ass and it shatters. Gosh. I never watched that. I refuse to watch that one. <sighs> but I, I that was one of the videos I've known about since, like, seventh grade. It's like, a, why? Don't ever put anything like that in your ass. I, I don't I don't understand. Insanity. Here's a uh, cassette tape. So uh, Got a little mixed up with a mixtape. A wine bottle and a coat hanger. So once again, somebody made the mistake of shoving a wine bottle all the way up his ass and tried to get it out with a coat Gosh. hanger. Yeah. How do you how are you gonna get that out with a coat hanger? I guess you think that you're gonna grab the top of it or something. You have it. to be on like dangerous amounts of meth or something. These people don't make the best decisions, so no. somebody's probably like, Oh gosh, what are we gonna do? We'll get a get a coat get a hanger. Coat hanger and coax it out. You'd have better luck having someone's hand go up. Yeah. And that would probably be the best way here's a uh, jar of instant coffee <laughs> if you put instant coffee in your ass would your ass absorb all the caffeine at once <laughs> i mean there's such thing as a coffee enema i think I and mean, yeah you boof i mean that boof is like sticking something up your ass like liquid like like alcohol like or anything, just anything anything you st- anything you stick up your af- ass is called boofing I mean that's what me and my friends have always said it may not be correct but that's what we've always said but and cuz you can boof anything right? yeah I mean but like drugs What's the biggest people, thing you've boofed? <laughs> nothing. But I mean people will put stuff up their ass to like you get if you if you put alcohol up your ass the rumor has it that you get drunk way faster and yeah. way harder. But drunk I've heard that. So I mean there's that then I'm sure you can do it with all sorts of other drugs because all of that like the large intestine and everything absorbs things. You could probably stick cocaine up your butthole and and get the same feeling like, yeah, as you would. You can put it up your on nose. your gums, up your nose, mm-hmm. all that. So like I'm an exit only guy. Like, yeah, I feel like, like a lot of people are. Un- unfortunately, I'm There's old enough. There's plenty of women that are exit only too. Like, yeah, I know. It doesn't even matter. Fucking your mom. People just don't don't want stuff up their butt. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember, and I hate, hate, hate the fact that I'm old enough to remember a rectal thermometer being used on me hmm. and suppositories being used on me. You used or <laughs> for I, what? No, my mother. I, I I was sick, throwing up or something, and yeah, yeah, shoving fucking pills up my asshole. So I. I know what it feels like. Well, and plus I had a prostate exam once, but um, <laughs> that's terrible. But like hardcore prisoners, like some of the toughest men in the world, like Danny Trejo has, has shoved stuff up his ass. Can you ever see a situation to where you would put something up your ass to hide it or to smuggle it somewhere? And I'm not just oh. talking about like some some fucking hot tamales, you know, into a, a movie theater. <laughs> I mean, why would I ever eat hot tamales in the <laughs> just, first place? What, is, can you see a situation like, is there something in your room or something? If people came in and were just going to rob and just take your valuables, is there something of yours that would be like, I'm going to stick this up my ass so they won't take it away? My desktop PC. <laughs> Don't think that would yeah, happen. I know. It's just crazy to me that like a lot of people shove stuff in their ass. Well, like I mean, it's a fucking pocket. Not often, and not like uh, then, not in a regular situation. It's it, not like you go to Seven Eleven and you pull your wallet out of your ass. No, I know, but okay, like, hey, take take this twenty. It's just the the whole prison culture of the badass murderers in there that just have no problem shoving stuff up well, their ass is just kind of weird to me. We it's just not weird to me at all. Really? Where else are you gonna put it where they're not gonna find it? You're just not. You're sure as hell not gonna put something up your penis. Well, I'll get to that here in a second. I, no. <laughs> no way. I mean, where else are you going to put it? If I'm you, just not going to take it. If you need to get something done, or if it's going to make you a fuckload of money, and they're going to search everywhere except for in your asshole, I'm sure you... I mean, I'm not sure you would, but I probably would. Now, I can now think of a situation. If I'm in prison, and I have to get this done no matter what, or I'll make money from this, I'll benefit from this, Cops are going to search you everywhere, and I'm sure they even search up your butt a yeah, lot. Yeah, they the do times. the they do the squat and cough when you when you go to intake. But it's still, if I have to hide something, I'm going to put it in my butt if I'm a prisoner. It's just it's just strange to me, and just the whole that's such a badass culture and just fucking behemoth guys in there that are the fucking macho badasses. 
they put things in their ass. And that just, it's kind of, it just doesn't seem, spot. but it doesn't, it doesn't go together like peanut butter and jelly or rama lama lama da ding da ding da dong. Chang 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 da chang chabop. And I understand. I don't know. It's just weird. All right. So I said an aerosol can. Uh, here we got a zucchini, uh, a light bulb, weird. a billiard ball. Oh, that would be rough. An eggplant, which I understand because all the emojis. Yeah. Uh, a Coke bottle. <laughs> a loaded handgun. Oh. And the strangest one, a live eel. Hopefully they didn't put the mouth side in there. They might have a blue face and a, and a bloody colon as well. And then I came to another website, and I'm just going to go through these uh, really quick. Uh, 17 nurses reveal the worst things people got stuck up their penises, vaginas, and butts. In a penis, a Barbie doll's arm. How's that get stuck? It says... Barbie um, dolls are not very big. Apparently, he ordered a sex doll off of eBay, and when it arrived, it was actually a Barbie doll. He was so angry that he ripped off the doll's arm and shoved it up his penis. So he, so he just put it all the way. That's how it got stuck. Can't say I'm buying that story. Yeah. Uh, we got a flashlight stuck up a butt. He said he accidentally fell on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A shower head. I once had a guy come in with a shower head up his butt. He had the whole hose trailing behind him like a tail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A long piece of floss in the urethra. <sighs> yep. But how do you do that? I don't know. Because floss is flimsy. That's you like can't trying just... to fuck with a, a flaccid penis. Yeah, your penis can't go. <gasps> yeah, you can't breathe it in. You can't feed a fucking <laughs> fucking floss into your fucking penis. Guess you could tie it to an ant and let the ant crawl in there or something. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, a uh, can of Campbell's beef soup. <laughs> A woman would put a Campbell's beef soup in her vagina because her boyfriend liked to eat from it. Did they put the whole can in there or did they dump it in there? No, the can was in there, I guess. Because oh. I've seen something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Like okay. a, some lady like like had like this ring thing. Oh, wait, maybe she didn't. I don't know. Her ass was spread extremely wide and they had like uh, milk and fruit loops in there and there's a spoon. Oh, what? Yeah, I've seen that. And I've also seen a basketball and like, and it was at like the halfway point. I've seen that. That's Photoshop, right? I maybe I a saw basketball. It. So an ass was stretched so much, yes, that they had half of a basketball in the asshole. Yes, and I don't know if it was real. It's a really long time ago, but it's an image I probably won't forget. I but come on, that's it is hilarious. We we're all like, oh. I can see the Fruit Loops, and I can see the whole cereal thing. But uh, I, that one was on spread up. really wide as well. Oh, basket. And I, I think that one actually did have like a metal ring to hold it. Does a company manufacture that ring? <laughs> I mean, like I don't your, know if, it, if it's repurposed for ass spreading or if it's the ass spreader. They just sell them behind circuses. Ass spreaders, get your ass spreaders here. <laughs> wow. All right, so I, I came up with all these gross ones, and then you just one up me right at the end. Yeah, I was. I shouldn't be surprised about that. I was in middle school in a very different generation than you were. All right, you got anything for the lobby? Nope. There are a couple of ass jacks, but I'm going to save those for another time. All right. So you'll just have to keep listening if you want to hear them. All right, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. right ladies and gentlemen we are going back to the 1980s so this movie came out in 1984 which was probably my peak but enough about me this movie is rated pg it is one hour and 50 minutes it's got a 51 percent on rotten tomatoes 6.6 out of 10 on imdb and 82 percent of google users like this movie let's see what the mormon mothers have to say there is a rear male nudity (laughs) <laughs> and later on, they say there's a lot of male nudity from behind. Please be advised with young children. So immediately my head goes to Apocalypto or the beginning of Indiana Jones. I'm thinking like, okay, it's guys in loincloths. With some man patty hanging out. <laughs> there's no man patty. <laughs> uh, there's, there's no way. It's just like a bunch of naked dudes. Under profanity... They uh they don't even spell out the whole word. They have like H and then like a little 
line and then LL. So I was thinking, what profanity starts with H? Even I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, well, that does not really count. It's the Mormon brothers, man. There's bad words, and then there's cuss slash curse words, and hell is like a mildly bad word. Well, hell is said at least once. Damn is said several times. Shit is said. Ass and asshole are said several times. Shit is said at least six times. They already told us shit was said. Now they're telling us six times. And son of a bitch is said at least three times. Interesting. This movie is called Footloose. (laughs) Kevin Bacon. Yep. He goes and angry dances. You've never seen it though, have you? No, I've seen him angry dance in the factory <laughs> uh, on the TV. What was the What was the movie that made fun of it? They're in the forest and they like fell down the hill oh, for that, a really long time. That was Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Well, now you know where it came from. Is this actually a good movie? Well, you're just gonna have to wait and see. And I, I know the the song will be stuck in my head for the next like. Shama dama deuce deuce, foot loose. You know he sings it. No. Oh, Kenny Loggins. Highway to the danger zone. He was owning the 80s soundtracks. Yeah. Why, why is the fucking, the mayor or governor or whatever, why does he care so much if people dance? Yeah, why don't governors stay the fuck out of our lives? <laughs> It'd right? be better off. Fuck off governors. I'm just in a roundabout way. I, unless it's like Matthew McConaughey or mm-hmm. fucking Arnold. Or pretty much anybody else. Well, not anybody else, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how popular of a governor the governator was. The governator. Yeah, that's what they called him. I don't know. All right, so you ready to do this? I am. All right, well, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1984's Footloose, starring Kevin Badhair Bacon. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Mm Mm-mm. I think Kevin Bacon was cursed with bad hair. He didn't look how I remembered him looking. I think Kevin Bacon could put all tons of product in his hair and then like look in the mirror and have it styled one way and then like wash his face a little bit and then look up in the mirror again <laughs> and it's right back the way it like was. a comedy movie? Yes. Yeah. I can see that. It's not good hair. I, I did not remember him looking like that. I definitely remembered him looking like he had been dead for three weeks. <laughs> what? Because I remember him looking like just like the most gaunt you can possibly look. From what? Distant memory. Of, of I, what? What movie? Footloose. Really? Yeah, when he angry danced. I think that the only time I had seen him. And like, th- there's another dude who looks like Kevin Bacon who's not Kevin Bacon. He was the, he was the bad guy in Drive Angry, I think. Right, he's like oh. the, the demon in the suit. They like, they both look like the. They could be related. Yeah, uh, I'll, so I'll give you that. I never know if I'm looking at Kevin Bacon or not on like commercials, and so I remember him looking like he had been dead for a while, and then having the, that exact haircut, he looked a lot better in this. That was I was happy to see him not look like a cadaver. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that's how I remembered it. All right. Well, why don't you give it the fifty cent tour? Uh, so Ren. Uh, Kevin Bacon moves to a small town for whatever reason. Stupid mom, I guess. No, I think his... Well, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, his mom... His dad leaves, so his mom's like, okay, let's move into buttfuck nowhere with like my shitty brother and his stupid dumbass wife to a town with no dancing. He really likes to dance, so of course he's mad about this. He's an outsider. Everyone in town hates him, especially his new love interest's dad. Uh, John Lithgow, he's a preacher, pretty shitty one at that. Uh, he's a major asshole, for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry, I lost train of thought. I, was, I had a funny joke. <laughs> I don't know if I could say it, though. I, I had some things that I wanted to say, too, but I can't. <laughs> so he, he's a major asshole. He's basically has a God complex because he's saying he's responsible for everyone's life in town and trying to control everything. So Kevin Bacon... And meets up with all the high school people, and a lot of them are cool. There's one asshole who should have died for sure. <laughs> Chuck. Uh, yeah. Um, this was not that kind of movie. Yes. This was not a revenge okay. movie. You already said that earlier when I was mad about it. When you wanted Ren to cut his head off, but slice the, his throat. Yeah, to slit his throat. He was in the. He had his handful of his hair and was pulling his head up. <laughs> the only thing you do then is you no Jack. slowly drag a sharp knife across no. their throat right under their chin no and then they die and then no. i thought this was a party and he's got blood all over his face like yeah you 
If you had I'm your way, a fifty cent tour. Oh, just time out. Let me. <laughs> if you had your way, you would turn every single movie we watch into some kind no, of bloodbath. Not every single one. If somebody was an asshole in it, you'd be like, okay, let's let's fucking guillotine this well, guy and then movies, get back to the romance. Some movies they would get jail time. Oh maybe. man, but that's that's going to be a new segment. Who would you have liked to have died in this movie? <laughs> okay, and how? So he's organizing this dance, uh, and he's loving this girl. <laughs> Organizing and living. He goes behind the goes before the council and is like, "Hey, I want to do this dance." And then he changes the heart of the preacher, and then they dance. That was a fantastic fifty cent tour. Like that I was know. really, really good. Yeah, I keep it concise. You didn't used to. I when, know. when we first started this podcast, I we would take turns, and, and then I just had, never made it. I had to take it from you. <laughs> Yeah, but I've gotten better at it. That was fantastic. That really, really was. Really, really good. Let's see what the internet has to say. Do we even need to? <laughs> Let's just do it for the hell of it. And that's why they're Team Jack, just saying. And that's why I would drop them for Metallica in a hot <laughs> minute. <laughs> Moving in from Chicago, newcomer Rin McCormick, played by Kevin Bacon, is in shock when he discovers the small Midwestern town he now calls home has made dancing and rock music illegal. As he struggles to fit in, Wren faces an uphill battle to change things. With the help of his new friend Willard Hewitt, played by Christopher Penn, and defiant teen Ariel Moore, played by Laurie Singer, he might loosen up this conservative town. But Ariel's influential father, Reverend Shaw Moore, stands in the way. He's played by John Lithgow, by the way. I said that in my 50 Cent tour. Okay. <laughs> but the Willard guy, no no relation to Sean Penn, right? Sean Penn's brother. I was thinking. I was uh -huh. thinking he had a weird look to him, and yeah. Sean Penn definitely does too. Yeah, rest in peace, Christopher Penn. Oh, really? Yeah. He died young of a heart attack. Oh, really? Around my age, I think. And he must have stopped dancing. <laughs> it's cardio. And he got fat. He's in uh, Reservoir Dogs. We will watch that one day. That was, when is that? 2003 or something? No, no, no. It, it's uh, probably 90, oh. 92, maybe. Really? I thought it had connection to Pulp Fiction, so I thought it was like after. No, it was, uh, it was Tarantino's first movie. Oh. The only thing I've seen in that movie is the stuck-in-the-middle-with-you ear-cut-off scene, which is pretty good. Ooh, I like that. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Why do you go, whoo? It's hard for you to watch. It, it's rough, man. I can't it's listen. It's just his ear. I can't listen to that song and, and not think of that. Somebody had it on at work the other day, and I heard that. And I'm like, have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? And they're like, it's my favorite soundtrack. And I'm like, ah. But man, you, but, how is that something you have trouble watching? I don't, I don't necessarily. Compared to some of the other things we've watched. It's harsh. He's torturing a guy. Yeah, Imagine yeah. having, you can't do shit about it and having your ear cut off. And yeah, that would suck. But it's not happening to me. I'm watching it in a movie. I, I just, I find that to be a hard scene to, to watch. I mean, it's, it's tough for sure, but like, I don't have trouble watching well, that. Well, you don't have trouble watching most things. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Fuck Chuck. <laughs> Yeah, Chuck was a dick. Chuck was the bully in this he movie. He was more than a dick. He beat the shit well, out of Ariel. You know, he was a fucking asshole. He gave her a black eye and made her face all bloody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, it's always the movies that don't have it, uh, don't have the revenge that need them the most. <laughs> he got fucking kicked this in the face. Was an asshole. Well, yeah. So if, if some dude beats the shit out of his wife, are you going to be like, oh, he got kicked in the face? That's all right. No. This dude beat the shit out of them, like the basically the main character, and like oh he got kicked and then punched. He got kicked in the face multiple times. But this fucking Kevin Bacon jumped out with some karate shit I have not seen yeah. ever. Like where are the knives? Where are the knives in a movie about dancing? They're people. They are teens in the eighties and they're punks and they fight. Where are the knives? No, they don't. They're not. I watched multiple fights in this movie. And you're telling me nobody brought a knife? You watched the kill Chuck? <laughs> and I know it's, oh, not that kind of movie. You think I don't know that? I'm talking about a fantasy or a, what would more have happened in reality. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in like to episode Chuck 125. Chuck sent his goons to do everything for him. He he's did. A, he's a major pussy. He deserved to get his ass he kicked. He should have had his life put in check. No. He, uh, he should not have lost his life over this. Maybe go to jail. And then get killed in jail now, for beating women. I'm okay with him getting butt raped in jail, but I'm not. Come on, murder? No. It's okay. It's a movie.
Jeez, I, when we watch Little Orphan Annie, I wonder what you're going to want done to Miss Hannigan. I don't remember her, but Gosh. she treats the, the orphans really bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just kill her. <sighs> what, I can't toss this stuff around and it'd be funny? Can you just kind of fold it up and put it in your pocket for a little bit? Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. And maybe wait until we watch another one of your revenge movies that doesn't turn out to be good enough, and then you can pull it back out. This is Footloose. It's so hard. Fold it me. up. I'm just, I'm not put saying it in your anything. Pocket. It's being, I'm folding up. It's like somebody who's walking away and still talking shit. That's what I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> yes. Look at that. Look at that <laughs> analogy. Good. That's your best one ever. Yeah. I'm folding it up <sighs> and putting it in my pocket, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? You had heard the last of me. <laughs> no, no, shit, no. Shaking my fist at you and uh, walking away real fast. So what do you think of Ren McCormick? I thought he was cool. Did you? I did. And especially since I was expecting this, like expecting Kevin Bacon to be gross and unlikable and all that, the bar was set very low, so it definitely was pretty good. I thought he was cool. I loved his confidence. Oh, yeah. Like moving to a podunk town and he just went in there and was himself and some guy gave him shit and he gave it right back. And, and then they became like yeah, best friends. Like he just, he had a, just a great air of confidence about him that most people don't have. Did he sell men's clothes whether you got that hat? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was one of his good lines. And whenever like the, the big fight at the end at the dance, he's like, Oh yeah, you're the hero in a five versus one. And he did like a jumping Flying karate kid. He went fucking Jackie Chan. That was awesome. That dude. That was one of my favorite parts mm -hmm. of the movie for sure. And his dancing at the um, at the warehouse. Some of it was a little like questionable. Like, <laughs> is what is that? Yeah. This uh, most of it. I not most. A lot of it was pretty good. But there are some parts where I'm like, okay, why are you doing that? Yeah. It was overall corny. Yes. And they should have done it different. That scene was for the ladies. 100%. It wasn't this whole movie? Probably. But I did not find any of that dancing in the warehouse to be pleasing at all. I found it very odd that there was a gymnastics bar just hanging in this old deserted yeah. factory. And they kept showing that over and over, him flying through the air. like <laughs> Yeah, doing the flying squirrel formation. Yeah. And then he landed in a very weird way, like way too perfectly and soft for <laughs> yeah. doing what he did. I don't really recall ever watching Kevin Bacon dance in this movie and being like, wow, he's a really good fucking dancer. I feel like I remember thinking that at one point, like he just did something that looked cool, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of the dancing in this movie was bad. It was not styles of dance I've ever seen before. And I've seen a lot of different movies from different decades with dancing in it. And I've never seen anything quite like <laughs> the shit in Footloose, except for the guy at the end who's breakdancing. Yeah. And the guy before him who's doing like the wavy, wiggly, mm -hmm. no bone mm -hmm. in my body, pop and lock kind of thing. Like, I've it's also that. awesome that nobody's allowed to dance in this town, yet everybody knows how to dance in oh, the end. Yeah. And, and then especially to the song that was playing. The, the soundtrack, well, let me get into that in a second. Another thing about this movie is, is movies that came out in the 80s, they like, I don't know, inspired you, but made you kind of want to either act like one of the characters. If you were a teenager, like like Karate Kid, fucking I wanted to be in karate after that, right? Watch Rocky, I wanted to box. Watch Top Gun, I wanted to fucking join the Air Force and fly jets. No, you didn't. Watch Porky's, I wanted to peek through holes in the girls' shower. You already shower. wanted to do that. But those movies kind of like inspired you to do... Like I did not come out of Footloose wanting to dance. yeah. So, what did you think of the soundtrack? I Honestly, I don't remember any of the songs except for Footloose. <laughs> and, like, the slow songs that didn't belong in this movie. They're like, who's going to dance to that? You said that? Mm -hmm. Nobody. Burn the record. <laughs> right. That song sucked. And that's the only other one I remember. Well, the first showdown with Chuck. Oh, wait. I also remember um, he pulled up in that uh, Quiet Riot song. Yeah. That song played, like, twice. So that hit a chord with me definitely in in eighty four when I saw You're this like, movie. Dude, I like that. But guy. the rest of the soundtrack, that that was not a soundtrack that I went out and bought because I it's it, that, I don't, I, it did had, you own any Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I did. I owned. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I, I'm all right. 
it's a, a song from another 80s movie, uh, Caddyshack. Really, really good song. I'll play it for you sometime. But all the other songs in this were what was wrong with the 80s in my mind. The 80s have some of the best music of all time. All time, from rock and roll to the new wave, the MTV age, so much good stuff. But 80s also had so much trash. And for my taste, this movie had trash music. And for my taste, they missed out on a lot of really good opportunities. Let's take, for instance, the big showdown with uh, Chuck and Wren, where rather than fight, they played chicken on some tractors. And what should have been a really kick-ass song was instead... We need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero till yeah. the end of time. And he's got to be strong and he's got to be fast. But oh, come on. That song. And it was stupid that Chuck played that. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> got his fucking oh. boom box. He played the song. Chuck doesn't was, listen to uh, that. No. Chuck. I, I saw the humor in it because <sighs> if me and my friends were doing some stupid shit, We'd play a dumb song like that, like, one of us will be the hero. And like, it, it was, to me, I thought it was funny. I don't necessarily think it was supposed to be. Maybe it was. I don't know. It wasn't supposed to be funny. That was not a comedic moment. I saw that and was like, oh, how, like, ironic and corny. Like, no, they're, it, they're jousting, and if, they, one of their heroes is, ugh. If they were trying to be funny, he'd have pressed play, and it would have been... Uh. But instead, it's just this shit 80s music. And there was another shit song. Let's hear it for the boy. Come on and get my boy hand. Let's oh, hear it for my baby. I know that song. Ugh. I've heard that before. Gosh. I didn't think that one was that bad. I, but I'm an, I'm an 80s snob. There are 80s songs that a lot of people like that I definitely don't see anything special. And if I hear it, I'll probably skip it. Mm -hmm. Which I can think of one that pretty much everyone on earth knows, at least in America. The one that... It has like the drum solo that everyone is like, oh yeah. Do, 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 do. I think that song's pretty I bad. I can hear it coming. Oh, I like that song. Uh, like everybody on uh, this fucking continent likes that song. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like there's nothing special. Like I'll probably just skip that if it comes on. I've seen the videos where guys are hearing it for the first time and they're just kind of listening to it and they're like, okay, okay. And then that drum comes on and they just act like they lose their mind. You did kind of lose your mind when you were listening to that song. It was like there was a big, big buildup. That cool. It it was cool. Drum solos need to. It be... wasn't a drum solo. <laughs> it wasn't a drum <laughs> solo at all. Lose your mind at someone just hitting a fucking arm. It, it on their fucking like, right. sofa. If ever a song had a this shit just got real moment, that song had one. Right? It was like this smooth. Okay, I can And then that. this shit just got real. I, I can't explain it, man. Did the eighties were a different time? Way. Like the Charlie Daniels band, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Remember that song? Yeah, played it on Guitar Hero. Yeah. So Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was way behind. He is in behind. He had man. And, and like, a, yeah, but it's not great, but it's cool. But there was this part where toward the end, he's like, I don't told you once, you son of a gun. But <laughs> then they had the other version, I done told you once, you son, son of a bitch. bitch. And so when it would come on the radio, there was all that buildup. Oh, fuck, is he going to say son of a gun? Is he going to say bitch? What's it going to be? He said bitch. Oh, fuck, he said bitch. And you just get so excited about That's that. A, that song, I think, is cool. <laughs> it is a cool song. In Guitar Hero, which is the first time I'd ever heard it, Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, the final boss is Satan. And you're doing a fucking guitar <laughs> battle to that song. And I just remember listening to the story. The story is always cool. Oh, yeah. He challenged the fucking devil to a, a fiddle battle or whatever. Like, what a ballsy motherfucker. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best there's ever been. And he's trying to win the gold fiddle, right? Johnny, you rosin up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Because hell's broke loose in Georgia, and, and the devil deals it hard. Because the devil's playing the guitar, and you're like, fuck, I gotta keep up, like, I gotta rock. Because if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil will get your soul. When is this from? <laughs> is that 80s? Yes. It is? Fuck yeah. Oh. Fuck yeah. We couldn't just listen to any song we wanted to unless we, like, owned the tape or owned the album. So shit like that, you know, waiting for the do 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 it was cool. It's like going to Six Flags. Phil Collins, Genesis. They were they were cool back in the 80s. I never owned any of their shit, but I but I enjoyed that song. I will and I say still enjoy it. That that whole drumming part is bad better than his uh his vocal presence on that song, in my opinion. I, I Did you he know he would that, have gotten noed on American Idol easily. I bet you didn't know this. He is the drummer. He drums and sings? He does. 
I mean, the only person that I n- know about and I like is Dave Grohl. But he doesn't he, even drum and sing Yeah, anymore. he doesn't, but... Speaking of uh, Dave Grohl, I, I wanted to bring up... So the, the preacher in this, he was the fucking dictator of the town. Yeah, like everybody he told, listened to him. He told everybody what to do. He was like, this is yeah. what's going to happen. This is what's not going to happen. He fucking ran that town. And it made me think of... They were against everything. And it made me think of those pieces of shit from the Westboro Baptist Church that that go out like to soldiers' funerals with signs that say you're going to burn in hell or God hates that just yeah. horrible, horrible signs. Wait, what are, you're going to burn in hell at a soldier's funeral? Yeah. What is that even? They, they, What's the they, correlation? I don't, I don't know, but they picket soldiers' funerals. See, those people, they, they deserve hell. They're, they're awful, awful people. So they were out picketing a uh, Foo Fighters concert because the Foo Fighters oh, were in town. yeah, you, you showed me So that. the Foo Fighters got on like a flatbed trailer and went out and played music for them and was like, we love you. We don't care if you hate us. We love you. And they started playing some BG song. That is something I don't think I'll ever be able to say or do in my life. Tell somebody uh, you love them? I don't care that you hate us. We love you. Nope. If, if you hate me, I pretty much always will hate you back. Stronger. <laughs> but I remember I was, I was young and I said I hate something and it's like, don't you hate that too, Mom? It's like, I don't have hate in my heart. And I was yeah. like, that is bullshit. You're- <laughs> I, I still b- fully believe, like, you, one, you can't do that. There will be something, what, if you live till 75, we'll say, there's something in your 75 years of life where you will see that or hear that, and you will hate it. Oh, your mother's got some hate in her heart for I, somebody She just now. won't fucking admit it. She'll she'll admit it. She'll <laughs> Not to me. She'll be like, I strongly dislike. There's- I'll be like, I think there's there's two people that she hates. It's like to me, hate is just another word. It's like one of the stronger ways of me saying that I really don't like that. Speaking of songs that you don't think are that cool, I hate. Well, I would walk five hundred miles and I could. And I also hate. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never (laughs) gonna keep me down. I hate that. And I also hate three (laughs) non blondes. What's going on? Cause I said, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah. It's not a a good song to me. That was always like a. It was in memes, so it was a comedy for me. Uh, the the I get knocked down but I get up again. It is trash. They're Chumba Wumba's the name of their band. I know, but I kind of feel like it's a, like I don't hate that song. <laughs> really? I don't love it. I don't <laughs> like it. It'll probably never be on like in uh, a playlist for me. Please, yes, so it's, hope not. It's funny to me. It is. It, that has been played in my friend group, mm. and we all just laugh because how fucking like stupid and bad it is. To me, I hear it and I think of like a American Pie. I associate that song because it's so dumb and it's bad mm-hmm. and it's funny. It makes you think of like Stifler would listen to that. Like he he has those like crappy headphones on. He's walking through the hall with that stupid smile. Okay. Like, hey. All right. And he's listening to fucking Chumbawamba. But you weren't alive <laughs> just, in the 90s when it came on the radio every 10 minutes. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't think I could have handled no, that. And that's you could why not I don't have. hate it like you do. I guess not. But it, I see it as more of like a... <laughs> Damn, that was really a song. <laughs> like that shit's funny. Yeah, but that the the He Man song is trash. What He Man song? I thought that actually had to do with He Man. What song? The hey, 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 hey. No, He Man. That is the first time I ever heard that song. That that is what I said. Hey, so if what's going on? So if I'm talking to all my friends and I'm like, hey, ask them where that song is from, and you sing it out, they're all gonna say He Man. How? Why? Because I wake up in the morning and I get some breakfast. Because, yes, here it is. It's two minutes long. Somebody made it. He-Man. Yes. (laughs) Rewind it a little bit and put it in the mic. (laughs) He's singing it. I didn't realize. I thought it was just the loop of his face. It's pretty funny. I actually haven't seen this video in a really long time. Okay, I like this song now. (laughs) 
This might also be my new favorite video of all time. <laughs> was He-Man a good cartoon? I did not watch He-Man. I was a little old for He-Man. Wow. Okay. So your generation has taken shit and made something nice of it. Yes. Thank you, your generation. So I also, I didn't know that there was a different version. I thought like that was the actual song. I didn't realize that someone yeah. sang it off key and poorly. Oh, look up three non-blondes. <laughs> well, no, don't. Just let that be your, uh, just let that be the only time you've heard that song. That shit is funny. I, I hadn't. That was funny. I've seen like eight second clips of that video and never actually the, uh, the other things in it, but that shit's funny. Let's get back to uh, Footloose. Mm-hmm. Do you ever wish that you could just cut Footloose and just uh, like out on a dance floor? Oh, yeah. Would I, you? Like if we, if we were to go, let's say that that your sister got married and there was a, a big party afterwards and there was music playing, would you get out on the dance floor and just get after what it? What are the circumstances? People are dancing. I'm not drunk? No. No. You You wouldn't? There's no way. I'm one of those people where I'm like... Man, it wouldn't be so fun to go out there and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where it's like, stop being a fucking pussy idiot yep. and go have a good time. I, I'm one of those people who generally, I don't give a fuck if somebody's looking at me. Right. I can't do it. I can't either. And it's annoying. I, I think dancing is so fun. Yep. If I'm home alone, I have danced at least once a day, generally more than that. I dance all the time, and I know it's not very good. It's one of those things where... I think whenever uh, the the right girl comes along, she just make you do things, you know? Like, you're like, I don't give a fuck. I like this chick. I all do it. Like, I'm sure if when you were dating mom, if she was like, I mean, obviously, obviously, if you're saying you can't do it now, then he didn't do it before. But if she was like grabbing your hand to take you to the dance floor, you would have been like, ah, oh, fuck, I've been got, right? And you would have like danced with her. Thankfully, that never happened. At the start, you would have been like, fuck, this is embarrassing. But by the end of the night, you would have been, you would have had a great time. That's how I see it. I, I don't know that I need I somebody can. to rip you out of your comfort zone where you're like, um, I either make her not have a very good time just because I'm selfish and going to be embarrassed, or I have a good time and we both have a great night. The only instances where I've danced was I was hammered in the army. Yep. And the other time is me and your mom took some swing dance lessons. And the <laughs> shitty thing about the swing dance lessons is you don't just dance with your partner. Like you go in a really? circle. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to switch and you're going to dance with this person. I would have sat on a bench. Oh my gosh. Like I came here to dance with my wife. I know, but I wanted to. No fucking other But the, the reason they do it is they want you to dance with people that aren't the same level as your partner. They're so you can kind of learn. Dude, I was sweating so bad. I felt so bad. I kept apologizing to people. All right, switch. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm so sweaty. I'm sorry. I'm so sweaty. I, I, I know it's, <laughs> See, just, it's terrible. Tough. I'm sorry. And then I'd finally get to your mom again, and I'd just be like, I've just been apologizing to all the ladies because I'm so sweaty. I hate that I'm so sweaty. And just, I had a complex, so I couldn't even concentrate on learning how to dance because I just felt bad for all these ladies who had to put their hand on my sweaty back. And so we practiced some in the kitchen, and then we went to a really fucking cool thing. It was a swing dance party at at an old airplane hangar, and they had a B-17 in there. Like, Mm -hmm. they flew in a B-17, and they had a real big band, and people could dance really well. I'm not a great dancer probably not even a good dancer, but, but I tried out there. Like I, we knew some moves, so we did a little swing dancing and that's something that swing dancing, God, I want to do that so bad. So, so bad. I know I'm fucking too old to do it well, but that's something I still really want to learn how to do. And I want to go out and do fun shit like that with your mom. Yeah. Like if, if my friends, if we're at a dance floor or whatever, and my friends are like, Hey, come dance. I'd be like, like I dance half-assedly and like be having a stupid funny time or whatever well that yeah but like i don't know if we're know, just like, gonna go out and act like some idiots and stuff i could fucking do that yeah but like if you're going out and you're really going to get down to the music and really try to do See, some i shit, don't know any moves like I, the the most committed i got to dancing was in fifth grade when the party rock anthem uh <laughs> first graced my ears Party rock is in the house tonight. Yeah, and I what's, learned, what's, everybody just have a good time. And we go make you lose your mind. We just want to see you. Dun, 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 shake that. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, that, I fucking loved that song, but who didn't? And then Sexy and I Know It came out. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. And he's, he's fucking like dry humping in his Speedo, and everyone thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely tried to learn the shuffle really well, and I can still SpongeBob. I've done it at work because I flexed on people. I've been like, hey, bet you didn't know I could SpongeBob. And they're like, do it. And I'm like, I, I really don't want to. Like, why did I just tell you that? Because you I secretly have- want to do it. See, that's the thing. We could all learn how to dance. And then when there's a dance come up, we could have fun because I've been to lots of dances. I say lots of dances. I've been to plenty of dances where I've just watched from the sidelines and just been so envious of the people out there just having a great time. Whether they're irritated. Whether they're great dancers or not, they just fucking own it and get out there. Now, I what I don't want to be is in somebody's fucking video on TikTok of white guys dancing and I'm just doing (laughs) something that I think looks really, really cool and it's really, really bad like some of those. But I would love to be able to get out there and just cut foot loose and just get after it, man, and have fun. But I can't. I can't do it. Something I can fully believe, and we're not trying to do the Silver Linings Playbook dance competition. What we would be doing is we'd be in a public space on a dance floor where there's music playing. and Like me and you? No, I'm just saying, like, me and you separately. <laughs> what we would want to do is dance in one of those. We're not going to go to a competition. No, well, of course We're not, not actually, we don't have a false belief that we are good at dancing. But I feel like as long as you can just do something to the rhythm, it is fine. If your energy is there, the whole thing is you feed off of everyone's energy. If everyone's having an insane time, then you are as well. I, and that's like, that's what pisses me off. Even though I'm right here right now thinking on multiple occasions, man, I could have danced. Mm-hmm. I could have had such a better time. Yeah, I still, when given the opportunity, won't do it. We're a couple of sad sacks, and it's man. Like just f- we could be fucking Dirk Diggler and Chest Rockwell out on the disco dance floor. We buy these same Italian shirts, and we're just doing that, that dance where we're rolling our arms. That Why sh- not? Why can't that be us? Because we're fucking pussies. We are. The biggest. And it's like, you can even be like, I don't care if anyone's looking right now, but then why aren't you doing it? Mm-hmm. Huh? That's going to be one of those, uh, I'm on my deathbed and any regrets in your life? Yeah, I should have danced. Dance. I should have danced. <laughs> All right, let's get into favorite parts. Um, I loved the karate kick and the line that came before it. Oh yeah, you're a hero when it's a 5v1. Yeah, that, that's just funny. That's a bring them down to earth because they're a little bitch. I loved the breakdancing guy. I loved the... No bone in his body dancing guy. I liked whenever he got pulled over hmm. and he was like just reaching in his pocket to get his wallet and was standing face to face with the cop. Like, was that how it was or was that just the movie? Like, could you actually have done that? Because nowadays you're going to get like tased or right. all yeah. fucked up if you do some shit like that. I would never recommend treating a police officer like that. No. But you know what? I, I've talked to sh- I talked shit to a cop when, when I was 17. Well, yeah. I ended up no, getting no, a, a ticket for something that I didn't do. He was a piece of shit. I, I was out on a, a street called Tube Street. Everybody went and partied there because there was nothing there. It was just a street, and which was kind of stupid because the cops could block it off on both ends, and they did often. But if I didn't have my car out there, I'd just run into the woods because there was woods down there. But we were out there one night. I had not been drinking. Cops come out there. Um, they take up everybody's IDs. They let all the 16-year-olds go. They let an 18-year-old girl who's drunk go after they bitched her out and said, you're the adult here. You're responsible for all these people. She'd been drinking. They let her go, and they give the two 17-year-olds minors possession of alcohol tickets. Then, They're like, fuck, we, we sent everyone home. We got to meet our quota, Jim Bob. They illegally searched my truck, and I told them, you have no right to search my truck. I was being kind of a dick. And well, that's not being a dick. That's standing up for your own rights. Well, yeah, but I'm some 17-year-old punk ass with long hair, and their, their cops Who's are going to do whatever the fuck they want. Wrong I know, I know. And so then, corruption. then they told me that I need to pick up the beer bottles. And I said, I'm fucking picking up shit. And they're like, okay, we're going to write you a $200 ticket for littering. And I'm like, motherfucker. I swore if I ever saw that guy working traffic, I was going to like drive by and open my door on that piece of shit. His name was Officer Mooton, M-O-U-T-O-N. Like people like that, why are you an asshole I know, for no reason? I know. I mean, I look, I looked like a punk kid. And, and so I get it that adults did not like me, right? I had an attitude. Like, I was a fucking like rebel. Ren. I, I was kind of like Ren. <laughs> 
but I did not deserve that ticket. Now, I deserved a lot of other tickets that I never got, and I did get another minor possession within a, a month of this one that mm. I, I did get caught red-handed. <laughs> um, I was at this festival, and I was with my buddy, and he was of age, and he gave me a beer. We did it kind of in secret, and then I saw one of my buddies, and so I wanted to show off that I was drinking a beer, so I went over mm-hmm. there, and as I'm walking toward him, this guy in a uh, in camouflage pants and a California Angels baseball cap gets in front of me and he says, how old are you? And I'm like, what's it to you? And he flashes this badge and pushes me in this alley. And yeah. And then he's grilling me. Where'd you get the beer? Where'd you get the beer? Who you here with? And we'd already come up with, I promise I will not tell on you. I will not tell on you. Yeah, you don't rat on people. Yeah. So he found my friend. I told him that I got it from some other guy. He's like, where where is he? And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. He's gone. And so he grills my friend and we had the same story. So he didn't get in trouble. But yeah, I had fucking... I had two minors in, in possession of alcohol within like uh, like three weeks of each other. That is so. I deserve that one though. Like you didn't. You said he pushed you into an alley. Not like Cop, push pushed hard, but, but if he, he grabbed your shirt and was like, "Hey, like go this way." Like, if he puts his hand on you, he's not allowed to do that, in my opinion. Maybe he is, but he was detaining me. If I was eighteen and I had like beer in my hand and a cop puts his hands on me after that, I'm gonna be very pissed because I feel like and I I, I honestly I don't know the law. I don't know how cops are always allowed to act, but in my opinion, that'd be abuse of power. You don't put your hands on anybody. Well, he was undercover, um, so maybe he wanted to push me away so he could bust some other people later. I don't know, man. It, but just don't he, be an asshole. Okay, I wouldn't. I, I, I would say, not give you a ticket. I say push. He guided me. Okay. With with his hands, without really like he, he didn't he took push you to the push alley and he guided you with his hands. Yeah. What did that cop do to you? He guided my hands downwards. Pushed my head down too. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right, I think my favorite part, um, my favorite part was watching Ren and his confidence, and just he always owned it. Mm-hmm. All right, bucket of chicken. Um, and the concept was funny, literally banned. Like I, I thought it was such bullshit that the Reverend every time he mentioned dancing, he's like, "Oh, and the alcohol and the drugs." And the fornication. Then how about you ban the alcohol and drugs, like they already f- probably are for people those age, and just let them dance. I, was, this was one of those concepts that is almost as bad as uh, that one shitty Stephen King movie, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> like they're, they're what a horrible concept. Like it worked. It it was so bad though. Like I don't hey. I don't really have a bucket of chicken. There's nothing I really thought was out of. The ordinary is just kind of... Eh. Hey, you know why Baptists don't fuck standing up? Because they don't fuck. They're afraid it'll lead to dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. And Baptists probably do fuck because they'll have like the five different kids. Like the Duggars, what are they? I don't know what the fucking Duggars are. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they are. exactly. Exactly. They're stupid. They're fake and they waste all the time. <sighs> yeah. They so... give birth to like child touchers or whatever. Yeah, one of them is a... Um, I think they did find a bunch of child porn or something. Wait, he one was the them. one who, like, they found his Ashley Madison thing. Yeah, and I think maybe he'd touched some of his sisters, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd heard that, too. Yeah, yeah I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck? Stop raising your family as a cult. Exactly, I mean, 100%. Everyone in this town, in this fictional... Maybe, I don't know if it's fictional town. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, they would have all drinking the Kool-Aid, just saying. If he was like, hey, this Kool-Aid will take you to spiritual high ground... They'd be like, yeah. Yeah. And that's how you murder an entire town with a drink. Everybody go put on your Nikes and your uh, jogging suit. <laughs> put on those Nike decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to give my bucket of chicken to Ariel. I just thought the way she looked at people, yeah. the way she engaged with people, the way she showed her emotions, I thought she was fantastic. She was a good actress. I thought she was fantastic. And, and I, don't, I don't ever recall ever seeing her in anything else. I'll give it to Willard because he was a good friend. <laughs> Yeah. And he was he was funny. He was a great character. I he, I enjoyed him a lot. All right, uh score time. I don't know. I I like this movie. Give this a 72. <laughs> okay. All it right. was good. It was fun yeah. to watch. I liked the characters and it was interesting. It's a classic 80s movie, right? It it's yeah. just it goes on the list of classic 80s movies. It's nowhere near my favorite. I don't love this movie. Yeah, me neither. But I would not kick it out of the the list of 80s movies that you must watch. It has its place. Yeah, it does have its place, how famous it was and how well-known it mm-hmm. is. Everybody knows the song. Everyone knows the title. Everyone knows 
Kevin Bacon is in it. Everyone knows at least some parts of this movie. So for that fact that it is 2021 and this came out in 84 and it's still talked about and still heralded as one of the most famous 80s whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a legendary film for sure. And this is something that if it was on, I could definitely see myself watching some parts of it. Like, uh, this isn't a movie I would never watch again. I don't know about watch completely. I probably would. At least one more time, I could see this from start to finish. But it's one of those things, like, it's, like, late at night. It's on the (laughs) TV, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's catch some Footloose. There's a remake. Yeah, I saw 2010. And it's not bad. Who's in it? It's actually not bad. Nobody you've ever heard before. Hmm. Oh, my score. I'm just going to give it the the same score the year it came out. I'm going to give it an 84. It's not an A for me. But like I said, it's a, it's a classic 80s movie that, that had to be shown. Yeah, I agree. All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode number 125 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter somewhat at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We so much appreciate you listening, and uh, have yourself a Movie Muggin day. See ya. I love you like a lot.